Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. This is Mary Hughes. And I'm John Fingle. And we are the host of Monthly Music Digest, a podcast where we look at the previous month's music releases, uh, albums specifically, and we talk about our favorite songs, why we like it. We're going to bounce that stuff back and forth between each other. And then by the end of the podcast, we're going to have a, a whole list of songs that you will get to listen to. We'll link you up to it on Spotify so that you may enjoy uh, the music that we are into yeah. for the months. And uh, right now, we're, we're looking at February 2018. Pretty pretty nice month, yeah. according to the notes I have written down here. Mine as well. <laughs> um, and just looking at my list and then looking at the list that John came up with, it's pretty varied what, yeah. what we're coming at, yes. at you guys with. So uh, I say we just get into it, man. Yeah, let's do it. You want to... Uh, who is going first? Did we say who's going first? Uh, I, you know, who's on first, what's on second? I'm going to let you go first, John. Okay, so um, this is in no particular order. I uh, When I go on Spotify every Friday, I wake up and I go, oh, new releases. <laughs> so I go to the new releases and I'll just scroll through and if something catches my eye or if I find like a full album, I'm like, all right, I'm going to listen to nice. it. Nice. Uh, this is not a full album. It's by uh, it's an EP by the band called the uh, Regrets, and they are a punk rock riot girl kind of band. And um, I had never heard of them. And they apparently released their first album last year. And I have only listened to this EP, but this EP is pretty good. I enjoyed a lot. Um, it has a cover of uh, a teenager in love. That was see. So when I was checking out what you had what you had put up and kind of doing some pre listening, yeah. I was like, oh, I've not heard of this band yeah. at all. But you know, once I heard them, I was like, oh, okay, be still my beating heart. Yeah, this right? is right up my alley. I was like, <laughs> girl group, kind of like garage pop rock thing going on. They've got that kind of jingle jangly sound. Yeah. And, you know, and then I hear them covering, you know, like a classic yeah. from the 50s. And <laughs> I was just like, I'm sold. Yes. Just, you know, I don't even need to, to know too much. But this EP, it's really good. It's got a, it's got a five songs on it. The last two are acoustic and they're both uh, songs from their, their debut album, uh, Feel Your Feelings, Fool, which is a great, <laughs> a great album title. And, but the song I really enjoyed the most off this album was called Red Light. And I think it's more, I don't know if I'd say um, it's a little more punk rocky than the rest of the album. A little darker. Yeah. I, I made a note to uh, to mention one of the lines of it. I might just have to kill you is a line in that song. And yes. I was like, you know what? I enjoy the tone that they're taking. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. And I mean, it, as we go along, are we just saying this is the song I want to put on the on the on the playlist, I or think that, if that feels comfortable, it does. Okay. Red, Red light for me is the highlight of the EP, and it's it's the first one going on the playlist. Nice. Well, and I was even I was putting down because you know I think as you listen to music and the longer you listen to music, genres start bleeding into yes. one another. Influences start seeping in, and it's it's hard to necessarily come out and say, oh. This is the most original thing I've heard because everything kind of is an amalgamation yeah. of something else. So it's not necessarily that the regrets have some earth-shattering brand new sound. No, not at all. Right. They're just they're doing what they're doing really well. Yes. And uh I'm all for, you know, I'm all for just female yeah. music no matter where it's coming from and how it's coming down uh of just, you know, women out there kicking some ass. And you've you've picked quite a few i know i was like man i thought i thought my list was pretty good i these weren't even on my radar and i was like shame on me uh, no no see and that's just it though when i was looking at yours i was like okay i don't know this this group yeah. this is awesome and there's a couple more that i was like i don't know this one not that familiar with the others you know a couple that i you know i think yeah. most people will know but that's the you know that's the great pleasure of of music listening anyway is like yeah. you can you can go to your favorites and then you can find new stuff and um i've only just 
in this past year or so really started utilizing Spotify as a way of searching for mm. music. I it's kind of just been using it as a means of like building playlists, building mixes, yes, and that kind of thing. Um, but in preparation for doing this and with other work that I do, digging on new music that I find there, and it's yeah. massive. Oh, it is. Uh, I well, I, I guess on that topic. So you will you go to the new releases every Friday? I will. I will check it out every Friday. Now I've started doing that most recently, right? And I'll just I'll just hit on the discover. Ah, the discover. That's another one that I actually don't utilize. What I what I usually do is I go to Wikipedia and I just type in 2018 in music, right? And it gives you all the genres. I've done that as well. Yeah, and you can see all the (laughs) upcoming stuff. But sometimes it doesn't give you all the stuff on there. Exactly, and depending on where you go online determines i think the the depth of what you're gonna get so yeah. so i know when i was um just wanting to hear some new music even before you and i were like let's, let's do this, do pod, this. Yeah. i was like okay i'm gonna go to my usual thing so i check out spotify a little bit and then i go to Bandcamp, which is one of my favorite oh man places i in do the world. not utilize Bandcamp at all oh you should because oh. if if my list looked like who the who the fuck is she talking yeah. about, that's kind of probably why because okay. that that was where I have that's where I've been going long before Spotify became a thing in my life, and uh, you'll find some obscure stuff, yeah, and, but end up loving some of it and being like, holy shit, how did I never know about yeah whoever? And uh, maybe that's a good way to to jump into uh, the first album that I have on my list, which is U.S. Girls, oh and. My God. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good album, and uh, it's actually it's actually her second uh, release. But um, you know, it it falls into that indie. I would say you know catch all of indie music. Yeah. But even her her first album had this very retroish kind of sound to it, and maybe it's the fact that she is using kind of synth synth sounds 80s kind of yes 80s 70s things going on in there but i was drawn to a song of hers from last year called navy and cream so she was on my radar and i was like oh yeah i'm really into this chick and then when i saw she had a new album i was like yeah i need to listen to this and see if it's good and i was just like oh hell i'm so into this (laughs) but i wasn't sure what exactly the angle it was coming from. So what I found out, the album, uh, for those of you who don't know, is called In a Poem Unlimited. And um, what I read about it was that every song is a character story, but all from a female perspective. Oh. And all about kind of like the shit women have to deal with, but each song is like relevant to that. And I was like, okay, so again, this is right up my alley (laughs) of what I'm wanting to hear. But uh, I liked quite a few songs off of it. But if I had to choose, and that's hard for me to choose because I like them a lot. And, yeah. And, you know, off of, off of the album you chose, the, uh, off of the Regrets EP. Yeah. You know, it was hard for me to be like, okay, what do I like the most here? Because that cover of the Dion and the Belmonts track uh, is it's amazing. Great. It's very good. But if I'm going, okay, original and their own stuff, you know, I really enjoyed uh, Come Through. Uh, you know, out of the those. You okay, know, yeah. I really enjoyed that, but I was having a harder time deciding with my own <laughs> albums. I was like, oh, oh no, I have to actually pick a favorite. But um, out of the ones that I really did enjoy, probably I'm gonna go with Rosebud. Ultimately, okay, I'm gonna go with Rosebud just because it, she just has such a unique sound. Like yeah. I said, it's not entirely unfamiliar sounds. But the way she's spinning it out mm-hmm. is very much her own. And uh, yeah, it's just a 70s vibe on that album. Some of those songs sound sleazy at the start <laughs> to me, like the beginning yeah, of do. a porn or a detective thing. Yeah. And then her voice comes in and it's just such clean production yeah. that I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it's so good. But uh, yeah, Rosebud's, Rosebud's my jam. Uh, I have no issues with that. And I, I also believe... Uh, this is her sixth album, right? Is it really? Sixth. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Where's she been? Uh, like... I don't know. In Canada, it looks like. Oh, well, there we go. You know, Canada. <laughs> they always have the best stuff, you know, and then yeah. you don't hear about it until no. way later. No, but um, I think, what was one of the tracks? Because I, I started adding to my 2018. I was like, yeah, I got to put that in. I really <laughs> like uh, Time. It's an epic song. Yeah. What is it, like over seven minutes? Yeah, it's so funny because sometimes, and I think we'll get into 
I think one of your later albums, I was like, how long has this song been going on for? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, is this a new song? Nope. It's a nine minute long song, I, which oh, I have I, no problem I know with. what you're talking about. I got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just uh, an epic journey. Yes. It was yes, a lot of is. fun. I really, and I mean, that's the last track too. Right. Um, no. I, nice man. Yeah. I, you know, th- this is the pleasure of, I think, uh, what this show is going to be, not just for people who are listening to it, but for you and I, is yeah. just introducing each other to like, hey, yeah. have you heard this? Uh, I, I mean, I'm, we'll get to one of mine. I'm surprised I don't have nearly as much metal as I thought I would have. To be honest, because I, I know a little bit about the music you yeah. enjoy. And uh, I was just like, when I, when I saw... There, there's something on this list that I think is very much in keeping with your, your music style yes. and likes. And I was just like, one, that's awesome for me because I don't listen to a lot yeah. in that vein. But two, I was just like, I'm kind of surprised there's not more. Uh, yeah, um, I guess I would say maybe a weak month for metal. Okay. I mean, there was some stuff here and there that was pretty all right, yeah. but nothing. And when I go, when I, I guess we're just going to talk about when I go to choose an album. And I guess that'll lead into my next yeah, album man. too is I go by the rules, the quote-unquote rules that my, my friend Kevin instilled in me where you can tell an album is good if half the album is good or if there's 30 minutes of good music. That's okay. how he determines an album to be good. It's like his rule of thumb. Yes. Okay. And when I listen to the Wombats album... Yeah, man. Um, Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life. <laughs> what a great title. And, and I gotta say... The cover I enjoy as well. Oh, it's beautiful cover. Yeah, because it's like you, you've got this, you know, I, the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, like a coiled snake, like that yeah. thing inside of you kind of lying in wait and whatever. But it's got flowers on yeah. it, so maybe it's kind of chilling with its own and its own angst, perhaps. It's also a turtleneck. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, I mean, if they end up selling it, this is a T-shirt, I would buy it. Of course. And it's not a turtleneck. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> But <laughs> oh, come on, John. All you right, want yeah, to rock yeah. a, a nice Wombats inspired turtleneck? I mean, maybe. So <laughs> the Wombats, uh, this is a band. Truthfully, I I think this is their this is their fourth album, the indie rock, indie pop kind of. And there's only one song I've ever heard from them. And it was called uh, Let's Let's Dance to Joy Division. And it's a very that's silly, a familiar title. Okay, silly kind of song. Yeah. like let's dance to Joy Division. Let's celebrate the irony. Nice. It's a great song. And when I listened to this album, I expected more of the same. But it's a very uh, I don't I don't like using. It's like a very grown up from what from that song. It's a lot different. Okay. And I was just listening to this album, going yes, just adding songs, adding. I'm like yes, all of these songs are great. <laughs> I really enjoy Turn. I think that's a great song off the album. And, I mean, Lemon to a Knife Fight, which leads off the album. I love that title. Yes. That's a great title for a song. It's so good. But (laughs) I think, for me, my favorite song off the album is is Wide Eyes. It's, like, dead in the middle. Uh, I think it's their strongest song on the album. Not to say that the rest of the songs aren't strong, but that's my standout one. And And I think when picking these songs, too, if I was to... Somebody's like, I don't know what music is, you know. I'd <laughs> when be the like, aliens come, yes, in. I'd be like, oh, listen to this song yeah. from this band, yeah. and now you'll know what this band is all about. Um, and that's Wide Eyes for me. Nice. So. I, you know, when I when I was checking out the tracks, I the first thing that I thought of, I was like, okay, wait, where is this band from? Like, wh- where are they from? And I was like, okay, they're British. Yes, and. It's sort of, I'm not able to define what the difference is between modern indie rock music that's here in America Mm -hmm. and that happens, and then the same genre that happens in England and in the UK, really. There's something different about how they deliver. I don't know if they have a little more snark, if they're willing to be a bit more playful with their lyrics. It's like a Morrissey thing. Maybe that's it. And I mean, maybe that's <laughs> Maybe it they just entirely. all love Morrissey. I mean, they shouldn't now, but... Uh, True. They're, he... Uh, problematic. Problematic. <laughs> yeah, God. And it makes me so Which mad. Which sucks, because his new album is very good. I know, right? And it's like, when I when I when even when I'm pulling on my mem- like musical memories, and I'm just like, oh, God, how, how many times did I put on The Smiths in my 20s? And I'm still just listening like, to The Smiths. Because it's great music. Yeah. And I just, you know, I do that thing right or wrong where you mentally separate yourself from the real opinions you have about a person and then the music 
or whatever they've created. I know. And it's it sucks, but I think we all do it to a certain extent. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to write off an entire catalog of music no. just because he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. We already knew he was a dick. Exactly. He's been a dick <laughs> I mean, for a he's long more time. of a dick now. But. That's right. Um, and, but as far as for me, when, uh, when checking out the tracks off of this Wombats album, the one that... I, that really stood out to me, and I think it's just maybe partially down to h- how I accept a song into my brain, mm-hmm. is Black Flamingo. Yeah. Because the tones of it, musically and otherwise, seemed different than the other tracks uh-huh. a little bit. And it really caught me, like, just from the first little hit of music, I was like, oh, this doesn't sound even like the track I just listened yeah. to. And I really got into that, but... Uh, yeah, it's a solid album all the way through. Oh yeah, oh you know? my yeah. I was I've listened to it a couple of times through <laughs> after that, and you know that's funny you say that because I mean it's called Black Flamingo and and that's that it seems like a weird a weird thing, thing right? And that was my little note. I was just like, this seems more obscure. Yes, <laughs> and I was like, but I'm into it. Yeah, give me that obscure stuff. Uh, I, I think a big part of a lot of songs that I have liked is when you're listening to it and maybe subconsciously you think you know where it's going to go and yeah. it goes somewhere different. Yes. But in that pleasing way, not, yes. in, a, not in a discordant, like, oh, fuck, now uh, I hate this. Skip. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but it goes somewhere a little different than what you expect. And yeah. that leads me to the second album that's on my, uh, my February 2018 pick. And I'm talking, she kept popping up, this woman, everywhere. Every time I got on Spotify for the past month, she would pop up and I kept ignoring it, even though I loved the cover of her album. And I'm, I'm talking about Caroline Rose. She's got an album out uh, called Loner. Man. And the cover, like I said, I saw it and I was like, I want to I want to listen to this. But I think I just resisted all month, almost <laughs> until like the last week of February. And I gave in. And I'm so glad that I did, because in reading about her and in listening to a couple of songs from previous release you know, mm-hmm. it's um, she's taken. She had this rootsy kind of sound, almost folk. Yeah, a little bit. Right, and I was like, okay, no, you know, that's I'm into that too. But to hear her take that kind of voice and yeah. apply it to the music that she's chosen to go with on Loner is like, it's like a revelation that someone decided to mix those two things. And I think I, I even wrote on my notebook, I was like. Fabulous shift from more rooty to retro pop meets Americana. <laughs> and there was I'll, a lot of things happening. That was there. a lot of stuff shifted around, but it, like just everything. The cover of it with her in the tracksuit with like God 800 do- cigarettes right in her, mouth. in her mouth. Yeah. And, and, uh, but every song, the very first song pulls me right in. And that, yeah. and that might be, even though I love that album and I had a hard time not just picking every song on it. To, to enjoy. Oh, I added a lot when I was listening. I was like, yes, yes, yes. These are all but I'm But I'm going to go with the first one that even pulled me in, and that's the very first track, which is more of more the of same. More of the same, yeah. I love the opening of it, just that little bit of like organ kind of And I was just like, wait, what? What's getting ready to happen? And the snarky, everyone at this party is beautiful kind of attitude of like, fuck off. And it's it's a little similar, you know, to to I think some popular female artists out right now, like Courtney Barnett mm-hmm. and and stuff of that nature. But she's making it her own. Yeah. And with like, I think there's another track on there. Uh, Jenny becomes a mom. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I have that down. I remember. I think that's a long track too. It's it's a little longer, but oh my god. And I when truthfully i was playing video games while i was listening to all this music and i was just like yeah this is i had to like i had to stop and go over and add that immediately that's my favorite track cuz it's on that great album. and yeah. that was where i was really like is it going to be the first one or is it going to be jenny becomes a mom yeah. cuz i love them both so much oh. but just yeah humor there's humor in this album there's some snark there's some really cool music choices retro kind of surf guitar things popping up yeah. on a track or two uh, and, and just a solid, solid album that it got me excited to listen to it. Yes. With each song, I was like, yeah. "Damn, I'm into this." But uh, but yeah, more of the same is going to be my pick from from Caroline Rose and from from Loner. Perfect. I really, 
Yeah, I really <laughs> got hyped for that album. It was uh, very good. I would. That's that seems like someone when you listen to their album, it's like I got to see what they do live. And that's what I was thinking yeah. too. I was like, "When are you coming yeah. to the West Coast? Please come out here because I want to see how this translates oh my to stage. Because if it's just as good, because some people you hear their albums and you're like, this is amazing, and then you go see them live and it's kind of a letdown. Yeah. Um, but that the moments when it matches up and you're like, oh fuck, you're just as good on, live as you are on this album. Uh, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I love that picture. Isn't it great? It's so great. Anyone who's listening to this, if you've not heard of this woman or seen this, you're going to love seeing it when it pops up when you check out this playlist. Honestly, this might, and we haven't really talked about this, but you know, when we, we put up episodes for shows, there's a picture. Yep. Should, this, this has got to be it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too good. Sold. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> so. Uh, my next pick, uh, kind of on the fence about this, um, but I, I enjoyed the album for the most part. There is There are two songs on this album that I absolutely hated. Oh, really? Um, I will just tell you that right now. I believe I believe Lazy Boy was the one I disliked off this because okay. I feel it's either this one or another song that has probably the worst lyrics <laughs> to a song. I, I think it's if the Academy Award for... <laughs> What was it? I tweeted it out when I first heard it. I, as soon as it came on, I went skip. Oh, I no. was like, I said, Franz Ferdinand, I will give you another chance because, <laughs> you know, you got some good songs. Yeah. And I mean, uh, this album kind of sounds like it was taken straight out of the 80s a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was when I when I I think I wrote down on my. Yeah, I wrote down 70s edges, but with like a question mark, like yeah. even I was like. Where are you pulling this this yeah. from necessarily? I couldn't really place place it. Yeah, same. It, I could place it in that era, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, I'd say out of everything, I every album I picked, this was probably more. I was like, I don't know, I'm going right, to something right. else here. But uh, I mean. It has a decent amount of tracks. The opening track and the title track, Always Ascending, is great. Always Ascending. Yeah, Very definitely down with that. I think my favorite song off the album, though, is Paper Cages, which is, I think, the it's the third track right after the terrible track. Um, <laughs> Maybe you were just so excited to get out of that yeah. song. You're just like, oh, this sounds great. Uh, I really enjoy the drum work in that. Nice. Haven't really mentioned any drum work. We'll get there a little later on. But um, it's a... It's it's a decent album, and I, I don't really have a lot to say about it, but well, it had some decent songs on it. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's like I knew that they had put out a new album yeah. this year, and I, and I afford Franz Ferdinand a lot of, I guess... This is it is, leeway? Leeway. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was about to say slack, and I was like, but that's, you know... Almost sounded harsh. Yes. But... Um, they get slack. They get some slack. I'll cut them some slack. But... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, I've been a huge fan since their first album hit many, many oh, yeah. years ago now uh, and have been a steady fan over the years of their music. And I was excited to see that they put out something new, but not necessarily eager to dive into it either. It's, yeah, it's been five years since they put out an right, album. Right, it's been a long time. Yeah. And so I was curious to see what it would sound like after having a little bit of time. And I mean, it still sounds like them. Yes. You know, it, yeah. it's not too, it's not deviated from the no. Franz Ferdinand sound. Oh, very not much. at all. No. Um, but I, it's definitely not their best. No, not, you know, not, not by any, I don't think at all, but always ascending. The title track is actually pretty, pretty it's solid. Nice. Yeah. And it lives up to the title. There's this steady build yes. going on. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm into this. Even if the rest of the album isn't as tight for me, yes, or as perhaps as enjoyable as their older stuff might be, yeah, that title track I thought was a good yeah. way to to kick. Yeah, I to... think you might have swayed me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know what? Um, Paper Cages is is a good track, but I'll go with Always Ascending. All right, man. That's, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. You were correct. <laughs> I mean, you know, and no harshness, obviously, towards Franz Ferdinand. Oh, no, you know, no, no. I no, love no. them. They're, no, yeah. they're a great band, and I have incredibly fond memories of their older music for being very um, blunt. Yeah. And sexual. Very bluntly sexual. Yes. And, and, you know, I think you appreciate that when you when you realize that so many songs, for better or for worse, kind of yeah. doctor up what they're saying. Unless you're listening to, like, R&B. 
Yes. You know, where everything's oh, just... a bit more like love baby. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get that very often from rock bands. And no. uh, so Franz Ferdinand, you know, they, they've always kind of put that out there uh, a bit more intensely. So more power to them. I mean, keep, keep putting out albums. You know, yes. As long as there's a couple good songs, I'm still going to be like Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, fuck yeah. They were uh, the the band without the the name, basically. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I already appreciate. <laughs> right. They were in that genre, but they didn't have the. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but but speaking of artists who have been cultivating a sound over over a, a nice handful of years, but that, that unlike Franz Ferdinand, I don't think that many people outside <laughs> of of possibly certain genre specific worlds of the of the music scope would have heard of and it's a, a guy by the name of Niels Fromm. Yes. It's all instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um the the music of his that I've heard before which was on an album or two from like oh gosh. It's got to be about 3 to 4 years ago now that I heard his music the first time. Very piano heavy. Yes. That was a big part of what he did. He put out a release I think called Screws. And it had something to do with, like... Screws, yeah. Yeah. And I think it had something literally to do with, like, he had had something done with his hand where some, you know, some kind of surgery or something. Ooh. Don't quote me on that. But I think it was something like that. Um, but that was the first bit of music I had heard from him. And I was like... Because here's the deal. A little backstory. Just a smidge. Um, growing up, I have, I have two wonderful parents. Yes. And they listen to a, a variety of music, but... They both, at different points in their lives, listened to a lot of what is now considered like ambient music. Oh, new okay. age, quote okay. unquote. And I got introduced to that kind of music as a you know preteen, right? And I and for whatever reason, I took to it. I was like, oh, I love sometimes just hearing music where there's no words, and I can just kind of let my mind yeah. go wherever it wants to go. And so I've always had an appreciation of music of this kind. And uh, when I stumbled into his stuff, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really into this. It's very mellow. It's very emotive yeah. if you want it to be. And you can kind of let it be whatever you want. So now he's got a release out, uh, put out here in February called All Melody. And uh, I listened to it. And my advice to anybody who's listening to this or who's like, I want to, I hear this one track on our Spotify playlist and now I want to hear the album Listen to it all in one sitting because it's a movement. It is. It's, it is. It's not something that you can necessarily chop up into. Oh no, I definitely wouldn't. No. And it it um it's very seamless. Oh yeah. And it's um yeah certain tracks. tracks in particular just yes. go right in from one out from one and into the next. Yeah. And um but he he just he's able to put a lot of emotion into songs that don't have words to them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, you know, and but they're long. They're long tracks. Yes. You got to kind of sit with it and let it kind of go over you. But uh, to me, it's it's amazing stuff. And if you're willing to give it a shot, it can really, I think, kind of be very moving and, and open you up to this uh, type of music. It's a little ambient, a little orchestrated, a little uh, electronic. Yeah. It's a little bit of everything in that respect. But as far as like... The song I would put as the top of my choices, it's uh, Sun Sun, which is oh, S-U-N-S-O-N. Yeah. Yes. Um, just because <laughs> it's it's just got such a big build to it. And it's coming out of a song, the very first song. So mm-hmm. you're going out of that first track yes. and then into that one. And it's just got such a big sound to it. And I loved it. I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sold me. So I, I, I'm into it. Niels Fromm is... He's, yeah. he's got it going on, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> how about yourself? Now, how, how are you listening to this? Um, I, this was another... I listened to it while I was playing Overwatch. It's great uh, great music to have. <laughs> great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is great soundtrack music. It's great to have on... Um, I don't know if necessarily in the background, because that kind of makes it sound like I'm not paying attention right. to it. Um, but there was... I think I said a couple of times that I was listening to... Ah, it might have been all melody. I can't remember what song it was. Yeah. And I was just like, I had to stop and be like, is this the same song? <laughs> like, I had to check a couple of times. I was like, oh, it's the same song. All right. That's yeah. pretty kick ass. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think there's two tracks right in a row mm-hmm. that are over nine minutes. Yeah. And I was like, this is a long, these are long tracks. You yeah. got to really settle in if you want to hear it in its entirety. But um, 
seamless. The word you use, seamless, that that really, yeah. I think, is it in a nutshell when it comes to that. Because every once in a while, like, I would listen to a track, and then I'd go back to the beginning of it, and I, I would take my, you know, I'd take the cursor and yeah. skip, and you could not tell where it had flowed out and flowed in. It was no. that smooth. Yeah, it was very good. And uh, so, yeah, it, if you're willing to take a chance on something like that, then I highly recommend uh, diving into some Niels from. And who knows where it'll take you once you start yeah. listening to him. Yeah, who knows? Who knows where you'll end up? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my next album is a band that I've apparently been avoiding for uh, 22 albums. Holy shit, man. They've been around since 1977. They're part of the English heavy metal scene. Okay, yes, Uh, I believe that entirely. (laughs) They are called Saxon, and I've heard a a lot about them throughout the years. Like, people be like, oh, I... And it's usually like when I'm listening to like a, a British uh, podcast, and they're like, oh, Saxon. They always talk about how great. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I feel like Chris Jericho, who is now in uh, his own metal band, talks about them a lot. And I had never really gone to go look for them. And they just popped up. I want to say it was two weeks ago. And I went, all right, I'll check them out. And man, what a regret I had. <laughs> You've got 22 albums to catch up on. I know. On. It's just like, oh, no. Now i got to listen to all this. They, <laughs> they, they released an album called uh, Thunderbolt, and it is uh, the most metal cover of all time. That's what I was, I was getting ready to say. <laughs> I was like, you know, up for, up for competition with Caroline Rose's loner is the cover for Saxon's it's, Thunderbolt. It's basically um, a giant, uh, we'll call it a Thunderbird. <laughs> Um, and it is looks to be carrying lightning or yes. striking the ground with lightning. Right? It's badass. Dude, it is completely the side of an epic van. Yes. You know, like yeah. if you had that on your automobile. Yeah. Definitely. No one would fuck with you. Now, they're, they're a band that I would ca- classify like they are a heavy metal band. Yes. Like the new wave. And they've influenced like any metal band you can think for of. sure metallica megadeth slayer anthrax uh testament pantera dream theater which is a great band too um and this is kind of like if people are like i don't know if i like heavy metal i'd be like well, hold on you probably don't like heavy metal because <laughs> you can't understand what they're saying right. let me get you a singer that can that can you know do the old heavy metal singing here and this album is just i was i was like yes i was very happy that i enjoyed it because i've heard a lot about them i mean the title track's great oh yeah oh um, yeah i mean what do we got the vampires waltz nosferatu the nosferatu i was like hell yeah, yeah. it's very like we're going on a D journey That's a, okay i've got to say this so i'm talking about these albums to my wonderful girl, girlfriend yes. this morning and I was just like, and there's, you know, there's some metal. I was like, I kind of expected maybe some metal yeah. since I know John's into it. And I, was, and I was telling her about Saxon, telling her a little bit about the tracks or whatever. And I literally said to her, I was like, it's like a D&D album. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I mean, it was hard for me to pick a track off this. But yeah. I think for me, my favorite track off this album is uh, The Secret of Flight. Dude, mine too. Which is, it's so good. It's I think so like- good. It represents the entire album very well. It's just is very tight. Um, the solo on it is great. Yes. The drum work's amazing. Yes. Um, vocals are yeah. That's just if if they had only released one song, that was the song that <laughs> Secret of Flight for sure. Um, and this is like yeah, I would definitely if you if you want something a little harder, but you're not a fan of the harder vocals, definitely right. check out this. Well, yeah, when I, when I was listening to it, and this was bef- you know before digging in, you know, getting any knowledge on them, knowing yeah. that they've they've been around since yeah. the '70s. Because when I was listening, I was like, oh, this sounds like old school mm-hmm. heavy metal. Like I'm, you know, we're talking like you know the Black Sabbath style of yeah, you know what's being said, but the the sound itself is very driving yeah. and very epic yes you know and i was like this is great i you know in my my innocence of not knowing them i was like (laughs) i'm so glad that there are still metal bands doing this today and (laughs) And they basically started basically invented it yeah and they have their uh lead singer and their lead guitarist have been they've been there the entire time so since the nice yeah the concept of the band and it's so funny because you look at like the time you know uh they give you the timeline of how band and it's like, well, you know, those guys have been in since the beginning, but it's like one of the guys has been in the band since 1996. Oh. So it's like, 
He's also been there forever. But yeah, yeah. When you, oh god, yeah. When you think about it, yeah. Their basis has been there since like '88, so it's like, oh, he wasn't there since the beginning. But but you're like basically there. Years. Come on, man. Yeah. So Saxon, check it out. Nice and and just it made me happy. You know, it's yeah, been a right? long time since I've listened to to metal of that kind, and I think in a lot of ways it's probably been a long time since people who perhaps are more new to listening to metal music that they've yeah. heard anything like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, I would, I would definitely recommend this to anybody. It talk about a way to get you pumped up and ready yeah. to go. <laughs> if you like Judas priest, I would definitely check them out. Hell yes, man. Yeah. Oh, for Judas sure. Priest. I haven't listened to them in forever either. Uh, my girl, my lovely girlfriend Lauren, didn't know the song "Head Out on the Highway," and I. What? She's like, nope, I haven't heard. Oh it. Oh my gosh! So okay. you're teaching her. Is I'm what's trying happening. to. Yeah. <laughs> you're showing her the ways. I'm trying. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about a pivot into something completely different uh, from metal. <laughs> Let's just go right into very uh, simple, soft-spoken folk Americana. Uh, <laughs> for you know once you've gone out with your battle axe and taken out some <laughs> some beast and you're ready to relax then why not meet up with a trio of three lovely women who can <laughs> sing to you uh this is a, a trio called i'm with her and um what i was reading about actually earlier today was that they've They've done some songs and done some music with each other over the past few years now. Uh-huh. But this is, I think, a more solidified release for them. See You Around is the, the name of the album. And I, I know two of the artists from previous uh, radio jobs of mine uh-huh. when I dealt with a lot of uh, what they call triple A music. Oh. Adult album alternative. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, Sarah Watkins has been a, a mainstay as far as in the folk kind of new grass, almost maybe a smidge country-ish sounding in, as well. And Sarah Droz is also a big name in the new grass world, which for those who don't know, you've got bluegrass, which is traditional bluegrass mm-hmm. sounds. And then new grass is when they actually allow the artists to spread their wings a little bit <laughs> musically and add different elements instead yeah. of just a banjo. Um and then I'm not going to pronounce this chick's name right, so apologies ahead of time. Aof O'Donovan is how I'm going to say it, but it could be something else because I think it's an Irish ah. kind of deal, so I'm sure I'm not saying it right. But the three of these ladies are I'm With Her, and they've put out this album in February called See You Around. And it's, you know, it, it's very mellow. It's very mm-hmm. uh, simple kind of song delivery. Nothing... There's nothing hard about this release whatsoever. And yet, it's not like it's dainty songs. Right. You know? And it's um, they've got amazing harmonies with one another. They're all talented uh, singers and instrumentalists. And um, they just, you know, here they are just coming together, enjoying each other musically. Would you call this a, a super group? In its own in right. In its own right, yeah. You know, we're we're not talking like what Jack, you know, Jack White likes to run around and do, or right, like Damon right. Albarn from Blur. And, yeah, you know, we're not going to those top forty levels of supergroupdom. But uh, in the world of newgrass and and triple A radio, I would say this is a big deal to to see, and especially you know, not for nothing, a big deal to to have three female artists yeah. in their own right be like, hey, let's let's get together and do something. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm hoping more of that happens. Really, just in general, yeah. I know uh, not last year, last year, year before, what was it? Nico Case, Laura Veers, and Katie Lang came together mm-hmm. to do a, a trio. Yeah, and and it was great. And I was like, more women should be doing this. So I'm super happy to see something like this. But just song wise, if you're looking for kind of a relaxed sound, but really good harmonies, really good music, then this is the kind of jam. It's it's something, you know, I, w- I don't know. A February release seems kind of against when the t- a time when I would want to listen to something like this because it seems more warm. Right, right. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that we're here like in winter and I'm like, but maybe it's there to warm us up inside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but music wise, out of the songs that I listened to, they were all really good. And I'm kind of torn because I-89 is probably my favorite overall but there's an instrumental track on there called Waitsfield that's just mm. them playing music, and I fucking love it. It's just, it's nice, it's easy to hear, it, it shows off their talents as players, and uh, it's just really cool. 
I'm into it. You know, I, mm-hmm. you got to be mellow every once in a while. You got to yeah. got to let yourself relax and do have some soft harmonizing in your life. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to talk about Justin Timberlake right now. Uh, I have so many thoughts now. Now that I finally bit the bullet, you see, and listened to this new album of his. So, uh, I was very excited when I first heard Justin Timberlake was coming out with a new album. As, as I'm sure as, many as people were. Most of us were. Um, you know, he has, in my opinion, one of the greatest producers of all time, Timbaland. Yes. In my opinion, I will fight <laughs> you. But, um. He had, you know, Timbaland's always with him. He had a lot. And then, you know, we're going to get uh, Pharrell with him a lot right. now. And yeah. it's like, okay, cool. This sounds like it's good. And then I remember I heard on the radio, it's like, it's very Woodsy inspired. And I went, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, the, and the thing is, is like, I think people automatically heard that and thought country. I think that's what a lot of people, that's what I thought too. And I went, and there are hints of it. There are. There are hints of it. And I remember, I think the first single was, was it Filthy? I can't remember. Or it might have been Say Something. Maybe Say Something, yeah. Either way, right. every single that um, Justin Randall Timberlake <laughs> g- g- gave to us made me very upset. <laughs> I didn't think any of them were good. <laughs> I was like, nothing is nothing is hitting me here, right? Like it usually does with him. Like, what is happening? This album is going to be terrible. <laughs> I waited five years for this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Then it came out, and I went. I think I actually announced to because I don't listen to my music with headphones. I have like a little speaker at oh, work because okay. yeah. I need, I I don't like having stuff on my ears so I can hear if somebody needs right. me. You know. So I think I announced to everyone. I'm like, all right. I'm going to listen to Man of the Woods now. Just fair warning. Fair warning. I'm probably going to be upset. (laughs) And I surprisingly wasn't. I was like, all right, here's Filthy. And it was like every song that wasn't a single was good. I mean, Say Something I think is okay, but he literally just says, say something a million times. Oh, Jesus. And it's just like, all right, I get it. Um the hard stuff, which I believe is a song dedicated to, um, I th- I believe I, I don't know. It just seems like a, a song that's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be here for you through the hard stuff. I'm not here just for you know. Uh, it'll be okay. I'm here for like all the hard shit that you're right, gonna go right. through. And it's a very it's a nice song. And I believe uh, Young Man is dedicated to um, his son. And it's like, okay, there's some, you know, it ended a lot better than it started. And I'm like, man, why did all the singles suck so bad? I don't understand. But I guess as a full album, it's all right. It's disappointing, to say the least. Yeah. And I would actually say my favorite song, uh, surprisingly, not any of the... Oh, Flannel is a terrible song. I'll just tell you that right now. (laughs) It's sandwiched between some decent songs, like Montana's... An all right Montana's song. all right, yeah. Um, but I think my favorite song would probably be Wave. Okay, nice. That's because um, I did not like any of the singles. And Man of the Woods, the title track is okay as well. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> underwhelming <laughs> release <laughs> by JT. But I, I will say Wave. There are some good songs on there. Well, and, you know, just to kind of, you know, I, here, was, here was my thing. When I finally decided to listen to to this album because I made you basically. I mean, that's <laughs> on this, my list. This is, like... this is the honest. This is the honest thing. I this is just a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine <laughs> for me. Um, because I mean, I like Justin Timberlake. He's not oh, necessarily yeah. one of my favorite artists by any means, but he he developed a very good sound. Yeah, and you know, very catchy, danceable songs and uh, easy to like. You know, yeah. and so. When I started seeing all the stuff pop up on, you know, all the various social media stuff that I follow and I'm a part of, where it's just like, oh, Justin Timberlake's coming out with a country country album. And I was like, really? <laughs> well, that's unexpected. Yeah. But whatever. Live your life. And, you know, and then I'm reading a couple reviews without listening. I'm reading some reviews of people just like. I'm ta- throwing this thing in a oh, yeah. trash can and lighting it on fire oh, type yeah. reviews. Yeah. And I was like fuck, is it that bad? Like, what the <laughs> hell happened? 
so when I when I sat down to listen to it, I didn't know what I expected. Yeah. But it wasn't what I expected. And the best way that I could describe it, I was just like, I think they saw Woodsy, thought country, mm-hmm. got that wrong, yes. people. You got that very, very yeah, wrong, yeah. whoever thought that's what was getting ready to happen. And while there's a couple of tracks where he does utilize a guitar sounding and it's very, very guitarish subtle use very subtle yeah very subtle the thing that i got from it and uh, i i wonder how many times in any of these podcasts we're gonna be like so i said to my lovely girlfriend if we <laughs> if this <laughs> that, would become a that, part of the podcast is that what the podcast should have been called <laughs> yeah things i said to my lovely girlfriend <laughs> about music <laughs> All right, well, we're changing the name. The name's different I'll now. get the Twitter handle. <laughs> um, but I did say this this morning to my lovely girlfriend. I was just like, it sounds like a soul album. That's what it sounds like. Oh. Not new soul, but classic soul. Yeah. And I think that's why it's I think that's why it sounds so different from what people were expecting. And I also think that's why people are having a hard time with it. Yeah. Because it's very much not what he was doing before in mm. tone. It's very different. And and even that first track, Filthy, when I was listening to it, I was just like, what is happening here? And it took me a moment because it kept reminding me just in its in its tone. You know, not necessarily maybe what he was saying, but just in the way the song comes at you. Yeah. It made me think of all the commercials I continually see on TV where they're talking about Taylor Swift's last album and she's there, you know, like singing along. And I'm like, why are you so angry, Taylor Swift? Like, what's (laughs) happened? And Filthy, I was just like, JT, this feels so aggressive. What's going on? And then the rest of the album's very not that. No. So yeah. I was just like, okay, maybe that's just that tone he wanted to take. But it, it sounds very much like a his version of a classic soul album, and I don't think even he is entirely comfortable with that sound. And I think yeah. it comes out that oh, way. Yeah. But there was one track that I actually really enjoyed the sound of and thought he sounded more confident maybe or more like mm-hmm. himself a little bit, and that's Higher Higher. Okay. I actually like okay. that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like that song, too. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any favorites no, for me. Not, it's... like, at all. It's just, like, higher and higher, higher, higher is, I can, that's all right. <laughs> like, I went between that, yeah, I went between that wave and Montana. Those are the three, right. the three songs. I was like, yeah. these are all pretty all right songs. They're all right. But it's, yeah, it, yeah, considering what a, you know, how big he is and he's a powerhouse, he's a powerhouse now. And the, the amount of good production he can get and the people in his back pocket to yeah. go along with his own talent. This is a very surprising album that just, it sounds like having an idea, but not knowing if you can pull it off and then you right. kind of don't. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's uh, probably the best way. And you say like he has a lot of people in his back pocket. That's true. But they were they were with him on this album. And I, so so what it's like, what the fuck went wrong? Like, who fell asleep at the board? Yeah. And then why did they stay up late? Who drank too much? What happened here? Like, like I'm looking at the producers. Timbaland produced Filthy and mm-hmm. Say Something. And what else did you do, Timbaland? Young Man. And okay. then everything else is basically uh, Timberlake and the Neptunes. Wow. Yeah, so... And that's just insane. Very puzzling. Because, now, and then think about it. In contrast, uh, Nerd, you know, putting yeah. out their, their their music. Not It wasn't in February, right? It was like in January or late last year? It was, I'm very sure it was, last year, maybe? it was last year. Yeah, but like, you know, and, you know, Pharrell going back to like his, his first, you know, kind of incarnation there. And that shit was banging. Yeah. I loved that like, album. Like I was like, "Oh my gosh, what a cool return to this." And I'm yeah. really happy. That track Lemon with Rihanna getting there and I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> yes, yes. Just put it on me. <laughs> and then I'm hearing this thing and I'm like, "Oh, god, get it off of yeah. me." Like I, I don't want what this. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what did you do, Pharrell? <laughs> yeah, what happened? He's That's... like, "I'm all out of ideas, Justin." <laughs> Let's just you write some songs, and we're just going to throw whatever kind of music we want on it. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be great. It'll, it'll be fine. Everybody will love it. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Well, and, you know, I think the setup with this podcast is, you know, we're going to probably get six albums uh, per, yeah. per go-around. 
But this, our first show is our, uh, you know, perhaps our special show because we're sharing yes. the the sixth album yes, for both of are. us because it's that damn good. Yeah. And I refused to not be a part of talking <laughs> talking about how awesome it is. Oh my goodness! All on its own, and uh, and that's the the soundtrack to Black Panther. <sighs> goodness, it, it's so um, fantastic. Kendrick Lamar is Dude, what? the greatest man. He alive. is the great. He's the goat right now he is of music. Just, he's yeah, he is the goat of music. He's I, the goat of music. Uh, I mean, damn was amazing. It was so good. I I'll I have that some of those songs on my playlists at work and they'll come on and I will and it's funny because the name of the album's Damn and you know somebody came in and listened to his track and it went just, damn. damn. Right. And he was like, "Yep." Put it on there. Put a period at the end of it, too. Well, yeah, because it's, it's got that whole thing of, like, not only is the music itself and the lyrics are just so tight and so relevant and just so well done that you could, you know, that's perfect. Someone walking in and just being like, damn. Yeah. But, I, you know, even his face on the cover of that album is just like someone who's just walking down the sidewalk going like, damn. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, <laughs> it man? Is. What is happening in this world? Yeah. And um and so to pivot out of that into arguably the best soundtrack, I'm gonna call it best soundtrack of the year right now. I'm calling that. Wow, I'm you know what? I mean, yeah, this uh, a lot of other soundtracks have a lot to live up to, and I don't think they. Will. I don't think they can because when you you couple Kendrick Lamar, the talent he brings, you know, into this soundtrack, the talent you know, the other artists, the flow of the album. Coupling it with the movie itself and yeah. what the movie is, it's instantaneous gold that's yes. happening. <laughs> yes, it is the perfect. You know how sometimes uh, a soundtrack for a movie will come out and be like, man, this is a really good soundtrack. And yeah. then you'll see the movie and you're like, man, that was a really <laughs> shitty movie. Yes. But at least we got a cool soundtrack. Right. We got both this time. Right. How did that happen? It's not like the Twilight Saga where yes. you're amazed at who they get for their soundtracks and yet the movies make you want to jab your eyes <laughs> Yes. <out. laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I mean, th- yeah, this album is uh, hip hop gold. Yes, it is. Um, I mean, you have a- a- anyone from Two Chains to Vince Staples. Yeah, man. And it's just, it's crazy. It's so good. It is so and good. I think I'm looking at the producer producers here, and I think the unsung hero is someone named Soundwave, mm. who uh, doesn't have a D in his name, but. That's clever. I like it. Soundwave. Nice. I, I don't know who Soundwave is, Me but neither. I know he produced a lot of these tracks, and a lot of them are um, bangers. They're fucking dynamite. <laughs> They're, They're amazing. so good. Uh, now, so we said we're going to share this album, and yes. I, I feel like uh, this album is so good, and it is. <laughs> it is. I think it's. I, it's the album of the month for sure. Oh fuck! We yeah. didn't even really talk about if we were. No, gonna I do mean, that. like the, you know, all our choices yeah. are are. From highs and lows, good, solid, worth listening to yes. albums. And but if if we're gonna pick an album out of our choices to be like, no, but this is this is it. Oh yeah. I think we could easily say this is it because yeah, we're already mutually like yes. we've got to share this one. Yeah, this one definitely <laughs> So I feel like in that uh context we should pick two songs from this one. Damn. Yeah, okay. I'm into it. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So I I remember the first song and my my brother-in-law Chris texted me and said, "Yo, you got to go listen to all all the stars." Oh my god. You have to go listen to yes. it. And I went, "All right, cool." Yes. And I might be getting my bix my 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 beats mixed up and the words mixed up. <laughs> I feel like um there's two songs on here that have very distinct beats that I'm just like, God damn, these mm-hmm. are good beats. And I think Pray For Me might have my favorite. Yeah, Pray For Me has my favorite beat on the entire. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I mean, All the Stars is great as it's well. It's so fucking good. I mean, I just uh, tipped my hand. Those are the two songs I would put, <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I would put on the album or on our mix. Well, you, you've definitely got me with All the Stars because I remember hearing it. Before the you know before the soundtrack oh, yeah. was out before the video was out yes. and I was just like oh fuck this not only has such a great beat and just such a great rhythm to the song mm-hmm. 
Um, but you've got one of my favorite artists. She she made my best of list last year for her album from last year, and that's SZA. Yes. I fucking love her. Oh, my God. She's so good. If you haven't listened to her on her own, get to it, people. Yeah. But her and Kendrick coming together for this song was just, it was so perfect. Yeah. And then when I saw the video, it just blew my goddamn mind <laughs> out. And putting it all together like that with just the imagery, the colors, uh, the way her voice is kind of flowing in and out yeah. with, with her chorus part and Kendrick just doing what Kendrick Lamar does, yeah, which is drop amazing lyrics and amazing flow on He people. has such a great voice, too. Yes. It's a unique voice, which yes. is great. So, no, we can we can definitely agree on all the stars going on that playlist Perfect. without any qualms. Um, and Pray For Me is very good, too. I'm yeah. a big fan of The Weeknd. Oh, yes. And uh, and what he's doing uh, as well. And I am I was super pleased to know that he was part of the soundtrack. That, yeah. just, that made me happy. But I got to say, if I'm going to throw another, another uh, song into the ring. I'm going to point at the one I think it is, and you're just going to say it. Okay. Seasons. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do I even have seasons on my? Where is my? I don't even have seasons li- listed. So I, I mean, I will, I will stick. Well, I will stick with all the stars because we mutually. Oh yeah, we're on it. yeah, we're down. And I, I mean, I don't. It doesn't doesn't really matter. Everyone should go listen to this album. All whatever, the way, yes, yeah, all just the all through. the way through. I think with seasons because when when I went to see the movie. If you uh, remind me when it played, I will probably remember. Well, see, that's the thing. It, it's possible that it played in the film and I didn't catch it oh. at a moment. But the thing that, you know, I noticed when I did see the movie was like, you know, you've got all the stars at the very, very mm-hmm. end. Spoilers for you people who haven't seen it yet. But yeah. then what the hell are you doing if you haven't right. seen it yet by the time you hear this? Um, and, you know, other songs are kind of in there. But a lot of the times, especially when the Wakanda, when we're in full Wakanda mode, yeah. it's it's African traditional African sounds. Yes. And I was curious to see if any of that would be reflected in the sound, the, the soundtrack and music in and inspired by what, which is what this soundtrack is. Yes. And I didn't know if there would be. And seasons is the one track that has that element to it. And I thought, you know what? I got to give it up for that because that's yeah. such a huge part of what the film and the story is. And I liked having that reflected in the soundtrack with with lyrics, yes. with lyricism to it, it's not just a instrumental, right? You know, collection of beats or whatever. It, it's it's a song in its own right. So seasons is great, and it it plays into I think a big part of what Black Panther is, and other artists that are out right yeah. now, like Janelle Monae and things like that. Afrofuturism, and it's got that sound to it. And uh, to know that you're listening yeah. to a soundtrack that's got. Kendrick Lamar on one end doing what he does yeah. and creating these dope beats and having these awesome, you know, you know, artists with him. And then you've got something like Seasons, which goes more into that Afrofuturism realm and more connected to perhaps a slightly more traditional African music sound. Right. I was just like, that's it. I'm, I'm down with that. So, all right. But the whole soundtrack's good. It's so good. That's just it. It all goes together so well. Yeah. So I loved I Am. I thought I that was great. a fucking great track and uh, bloody bloody waters. Yes, so good. Good stuff. King's Dead, I I, I enjoyed too, and yeah. Paramedic. Paramedic was yeah, I was into Paramedic as well, and I it's one of those things where even though I you know the song itself isn't like what I was thinking of, it, it did make me throw back to my days back in the nineties because that's when I listened to a lot of hip hop and rap growing what, up. What happened? That's what I say whenever <laughs> I listen to like Biggie. I go. What happened? What happened, man? <laughs> but like when I saw Paramedic with the exclamation mark, before I had even listened to it, in my mind, I was hearing Public Enemies. Yeah. Like, 911 is a joke. And I was yeah. like, yeah, man. <laughs> a throwback. A throwback. But uh, no, the, the whole soundtrack is just, it's on point and it's so good. And it's definitely the album of the month for me and out of our choices as yes, well. Yes, definitely. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, there's our choices for you got, February. You got one more. Do album. I have one more? You didn't talk about Oh, my one God. Album. Yes, I do. You didn't talk about uh, That's true. one more That's album. That's true. MGMT. <laughs> been around for a good while now. And they've always been, in my mind, that weirdo band, that weirdo group that yeah. you're just like, I don't know exactly where they're coming at when they're giving me these songs, but I know I enjoy them. And, you know, I, I've, I've seen people refer to their music as like, you know, being on LSD. 
Yeah, psychedelic rock. It's psychedelic rock, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of psych rock. I'm I'm into Tame Impala. Uh, there's yeah. uh, oh gosh, another group. Let me take a mental moment here and think for a second. Oh boy, I can see it in my brain. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It's right there. Oh, Black Angels. Okay. I mean, you know, huge fan of groups like that that do that psychedelic sound. It totally gets in my zone. But I don't always like MGMT. I. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Honestly, um, I haven't liked one of their albums since their their, their debut. Their debut. Their debut is really good. It's I liked a couple. Solid. I liked a couple tracks off of the second one they did. What Congratulations. was Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And you know what was that first album had electric feel, which was electric like their feel, big kids, and it it had like a a third one. What was the third one? Time to pretend. Oh my god, time to pretend. Yeah. Yeah. It had just three. Not I don't know if I call them anthems. They're three great, really songs. great fucking yeah. songs, and and then you know other tracks of theirs kind of fall off for me, and yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. But giving a listen to this, like a real true on listen to their the album they put out uh, here in 2018, Little Dark Age. From the very first track, I was like, oh, like I'm I'm really enjoying first track's this. Great. The first track is so good. She works out too much. I love just. The lyrics, and I love having the aerobics instruction yes. happening in the kind of background and part of yeah. the song. And I was like, "Why? This is amazing!" Like, I loved it. But if we're if we're talking, what song do I like the most? I was kind of surprised that what really struck me and stuck with me upon first listen and then subsequent listens was "Me and Michael." I fucking love that track. All right, it's. Uh, it sounds happy-go-lucky, happy even though I don't think anything on that album is. It's yeah. literally the darkest album when you pair... Like, th- what's the song on there? Oh, my God. When you, when you when die, you die yeah. like Jesus Christ. Yeah, that song is... Uh, I think, uh, truthfully, I didn't make it all the way through this album. I think I heard When You Die, and I went, I can't do this right now. It's a dark album, <laughs> yeah. and I was just like... The only reason I think I could go into it and be like, okay, I'm cool is just the fact that they pair it with their music, which yes. isn't dark. It's psychedelic-y. And so that kind of eases a, li- a little bit. But, I mean, when you die, he's literally just saying, fuck you. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't think that I'm nice because I'm not. And I'm like, holy shit, man. But uh, I don't know if this is, like, their response to the current political state of, of the country. Maybe. Or if they're just having hard times. But they at least make it sound really good. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I enjoyed Little Dark Age way more than I think I anticipated, knowing how I am with MGMT. But, yeah. but on the whole, yeah, me and Michael's my favorite. There's, uh, what did I, I have this little note here? Oh, it's like, <laughs> that's what I have down. Some of the songs have this sound to them that makes me think of like, like the intro music to an 80s sitcom or 80s yes. show, especially the one I like, Me and Michael. Mm-hmm. But I put, like an 80s show gone existential. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if that, yeah, if that sounds like something you're into, then you're going you're gonna to be like, yeah. yeah, I'm down with this. But Me and Michael's my jam. I, I liked right. it. And that will definitely go on our playlist. There we go. And we that's that. We did it. That is uh, our picks for February 2018. Albums that uh, we listened to, that we enjoyed, to varying degrees from the the completely awesome to the that's all right. Yes. <laughs> or that been there, done that, okay, yeah. now we can walk away from it kind of deal. Uh, and we're going to have a Spotify playlist at the end of each podcast that we do in each yes. month to uh, so that you can have a chance to listen to what we consider to be the standout tracks from each of these uh, releases. And... What is our various where you can find this information, John? So you can find uh, the podcast on you can find it on notlg.com, obviously, um, and then you can find the show's Twitter on um, monthly MD, which I was shocked was <laughs> not taken. I just like the fact that it's like we're doctors of music. Yes, I'm into that. That makes me very happy. And if it turns out, because I usually do extensive research to see, and when Mary and I were putting this together, we're like, what are we going to call this right. freaking podcast? <laughs> and we, ch- I checked, and there is nothing called the Monthly Music Digest. If there is, we will probably just become music doctors or right. something exactly. like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> doctors of the beat. Doctors of the beat. 
Let's Done. change it again. That's right. <laughs> I think that'll also be a running. All our subtitled yeah. uh, uh, subtitles to our main main name. Yeah, so you can find you, that's where you can find the show on Twitter. We'll put that in the show notes. You can find me on Twitter at JP Thrice. Woohoo! Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, but just not enough. Like, so <laughs> I'm not even going to give mine because I'm that's literally fun. rarely there. I'm sure we'll have a Facebook page at some point. Oh yeah. Um, we will be on iTunes, but for now, you'll probably just hear, be hearing this at notlg.com until Sweet. we can get that up. And I guess uh, as far as the Spotify link, we're going to have it up It'll on be in NOT- the show notes, okay. and Sweet. we will link it out as much as possible. I think like it'll be whenever we do a tweet, then we'll at reply ourselves and add the track to it. Nice. <laughs> I think that's what we'll do. Fantastic. If there's some strategy to it. Right. <laughs> And, uh, and then all you people will get to hear this, this awesome music and yeah. perhaps introduce you to some, some stuff you've not heard before or never taken a chance on. That's always my favorite part of any oh, music-related yeah. thing is like being introduced to and sharing with people uh, stuff that you've not heard before. And I guess uh, this will be a once-a-month podcast, and let me tell you, it's, it is March 3rd as of this recording right so uh we already had a week of music to go and i already have two albums that dude so do i i'm not gonna say <laughs> i'm not either because i wonder how many joint albums we will have i have a feeling there's probably going to be at least one that we share on this one oh yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i won't i won't say what it is either but yeah this has been great no it's been awesome man and uh, i look forward to doing this month to month yeah here on the monthly music This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.